You're listening to Cabin Teeley Talks, a weekly podcast from Cabin Teeley Community School in Dublin, Ireland. Hello everyone, welcome to our first podcast of Cabin Teeley Talks. I'm Chris. I'm Lendio. I'm Donna. I'm Sarah, and we'll be your hosts today. In this episode, we're joined with Miss Lyon, a Deputy Principal and Melissa, Special Needs Assistant, about the students with additional learning needs in our school. So, Chris, if you want to go ahead. We're uh, just wondering for Miss Lyon, what's involved as your role as the Special Education Needs Coordinator? The role as the Special Education Needs Coordinator is really to provide supports for the students that they feel very much included in Cabotini Community School and that they actually achieve their best, that they achieve their potential. So that's the guy. Now it's a relatively new post in the last four or five years and it's actually after getting more structure to the post. So what we're just trying to do is making sure that every student that they feel a part and a member of the Cabotini community and that they get to achieve their potential. Could you tell us a bit about the Marigi Centre? Um, Marigi Centre that opened up in September of last year. Um, this is our first year running it. Um, it was a lot of planning during the summer and um, children that go there are they have um, autism and all totally different kids. Every day is a new day with them. Um, we started off in September with a reduced timetable. Um, they started going home maybe about lunchtime and then every week we increased the day and now they're on full days and some of them are actually attending mainstream classes as well. Um, and even just to add to that, I must say as a staff in the school, we were nervous opening the ASD unit because I don't think we ever had been down that road no. before and you actually normally fall on expertise of staff but this was really a new adventure for the yeah. school. We went and to visit a couple of schools that have ASD units in them and it's just so different than being in a mainstream classroom. It's more relaxed, more one-on-one work with the students. Um, Classes are reduced in time. We might only do 20 minutes of the lesson, take a break, do another 20 minutes, and then classes change over. So is that the main goal of it then, to get all students in the same classroom working together when they're ready for it? When they're ready, so it's to get them all to reach their own potential, and uh, they will maybe sit the junior cert in third year, and uh, the goal is for some of them that they will attend mainstream classes with the rest of their year group. Um, and to actually say it's like this year has been a success. If we look back, I don't think we actually realised where we would actually be with the four students. Like no. they're amazing, um, and they actually add so much extra value to the school, and they see so much joy. And I think even for us to even see how far they've come in the actually the few months that they've been yeah, here has been has been huge. So they're even exceeding our expectations. So. We're, that's why it's just trying to constantly develop the role and you have to suit the student and work with them. So that is what teaching is about at the moment, is you don't teach a subject and what's in it, you have to teach the student and try and suit their needs the best. So we are constantly changing the whole time. Mm. Yeah. And that's the hardest part, is trying to be adaptable. It is, because one day you think you're doing everything right and then the next day, the whole day, you're going totally wrong and mm. you're starting again. And then the next day you're catching up again and it goes good and then the next day. So no days are the same. So the Marici Centre then, that's quite new for this year. So in previous years when children with like different learning needs were part of the normal classroom, was there any procedures in place for if they were to get bullied or if something was to be said to them? Like, was there any... Well, we would hope that 
a student with, if they had additional needs, that they were treated the same as the normal student, that any bullying in the school has to be dealt with. Um, and that's the way it has to be done. So even this year we've made sure we've updated our anti-bullying policy. We had a whole week on anti-bullying and just to try and bring it to the forefront that under no circumstance any student, like it's not right. You can't actually do that. So there are procedures in place and it's just making students feel comfortable that we actually have a reporting culture, that if we have a reporting culture in school, that people actually feel that they can actually report. And sometimes it's how we deal with the reporting and how we deal with the aftermath. Um, sometimes it's just a talk, it's just a conversation. But every student has to be heard and every student has to be feel that they have been dealt with appropriately and have to feel ha happy afterwards. But I think this year, I think we've come a long way is that it's okay to report and it's okay to solve things and to speak things out. Mm. And I think this is why we do restorative practice is actually quite good as well because sometimes people don't see situations from different people's shoes that you have to bring them into that shoe and explain it to them and then their viewpoints change. So it's trying to change people's viewpoints as well. Yeah. Have you noticed a change since all the new anti-bullying stuff came in? And well, we were talking about this yesterday because we we're actually wondering now, because we've done the data analysis beforehand. So what we want to do is we want to give just enough time that we actually yeah. have another data analysis afterwards. And then we can actually measure properly how are we making progress. Yeah, but you feel it's in the right direction. Well, we hope that it's in the right direction. But it's feed. one thing that we have focused an awful lot is on student feedback. That is actually, and student voices come on an awful lot in the school, and I think it's the way forward. We have to have students, um, because they're the driving force. We yeah. could actually come up with every plan, but there's no point in actually putting it in place unless we actually have the students actually driving, because they're the key. Yeah, well, we see that a lot with the surveys and stuff that are sent out a lot yeah, more of that and this year. I think year. we just need now is try to quantify it and actually now to listen to what the students say and when the, it's to implement now what the students say. It's to grab yeah. the part now is we have to actually act on that. And that's what we're doing at the moment is trying to act on those what the students actually say and bring it in. Yeah. Um, how much does the Marichi Centre help the students that go there? compared to a mainstream class then? Well, in Marici Centre, it would be a much more um, relaxed approach to teaching. So the students would probably only do, it's kind of more student-led. So if the students are only up to 20 minutes of class, that's all we do, 20 minutes, and then we'll take a break, we'll take a movement break. Um, they can, they'll go bouncing the ball, they'll walk up and down, and then they might be ready to go back and work. So that would be the main difference, that they're not sitting there for the full hour class. They get an awful lot of time. Yeah. yeah. They, and that's what they need. They just have time so they can work at their own pace. So that's what they get, is they get an awful lot more time. Yeah, and a lot of the work would be, um, it would be differentiated a lot more for them. So um, they're kind of following the same timetable as mainstream, but it can be just that a slower approach. They might take two weeks to finish a topic instead of a week like over in the mainstream class but they're doing all the same topics that everyone in mainstream is doing and that's the final approach is that they will integrate into mainstream and that they will um, go to class with their peers and they will do the same subjects as yeah. the mainstream. Can you tell us about the staff over there like who's over there with you? So there's myself and um, there's Miss Walsh and Marie she's a new SNA that started this year and she's at setting in really, really well. Um, she's she's brilliant. 
Um, Louise, is, she's the coordinator over there and I think she just runs it really, really efficiently and it's really good with kids all over. And then we have a few different teachers. Miss Finity is over there quite a lot. Yeah. Um, she teaches them quite a lot over there. She teaches personal skills and computers with them. Um, then they do geography with Miss Wolfson, history with Miss Mason, um, science, arts. So we have a lot, a lot of teachers that they have in mainstream classes as well. And would that require specific training or is it just taught like at a slower pace or is there a different approach to the teaching? Of it? it is a, di a different approach. It would be more that they, each children, they might have one-on-one. -on -one. They might be sitting with them, working one-on-one -on -one, and that includes the teacher as well. And then there, a lot of the classes would have team teachers. That, so there's nearly four adults in the classroom with the four uh, children, so that they all get individual attention. And obviously, you both have been in this school for a while. Like, how much, how important do you think it is that the Marici Centre comes in and that these students get the help? Like, how different is it now with the Marici Centre than before? Oh, it's, it's a lot, a lot different. Now, definitely. I just think, I think people, and we were nervous as well taking on students with. ASD because we didn't know what to, you know what to expect and I think the more we learn and the more we educate and the more we upskill we remove the fear and I think it's just fear sometimes that prevents us from actually doing certain things and it's just and our lack of knowledge and we don't think we also strive for protection for perfection teachers want to be perfect they want to do a good job but like it's so hard I think we don't have to the whole time do like we just have to try our best, and if we're trying our best, and the teachers or the students are happy, we're we'll get there. Okay, and we don't have to be perfect the whole time. And their main priority over there is that they're coming to school, that they're happy, and they feel yeah. safe, and they feel that they're part of the main school as well. Like they they love coming over to the main visit building to visit. They love saying hello to the teachers. So they just that that's really important to them that they are felt that they are part of the school. And, and if they're in that place, then learning can take take place. So if people are happy, and uh, that's when learning can place, and they'll actually excel. So I think it's just getting them to the right place. And I think as well, any all the courses that we've done over the past year, it's actually hands-on experience that gets you the best experience. You can learn everything from a book with them, but it is like you can get some knowledge from the courses that you're doing and bringing into the class. But being with them every day, you learn that way. Yeah. That's the best way to learn. Do you think that style of teaching, the the going with the student, do you think that is going to be brought into the school more in the main the main building and like the main classrooms and stuff? I think I definitely think with the junior circle now that we had, and I think you've missed out on that. And yeah. um, the junior circle has changed an awful lot. It's a more CBA run. Um, the better. All right. <laughs> so. And changing that, and now they're actually introducing now for the senior cycle. That's also going to be changed into the senior cycle before. Now you're going to miss it. Yeah. But it's something I think we need. Like if we go to say chemistry class that we have here, like it's not going to be a hundred percent the end exam. So we're bringing in the practical skills, which are so important. And yeah. could they, that benefit then the students as part of the routine? Definitely, because um, the students over there, a lot of them are visual learners. So mm -hmm. and by doing stuff hands on. They actually take it in a lot more than mm. than the written work, so it definitely will benefit. So then, this this new leaving cert program that's coming in, I think, would encourage. It will encourage them all to, to stay, stay for leaving cert, yeah, yeah. and to sit the junior cert. Exactly. 
And then another one <coughs> we have is the LCA program. That's yeah. excellent yeah. because that really gives you life skills and prepares you for the world of work outside of school. So um, that's what we want to us. That's one of the subjects that like we've actually took on this year. It should have been Irish, but they don't actually do Irish. So we've changed that subject to personal skills. So they're learning all about life skills like cooking, um, hygiene. We go to the shop. We do the shopping up, um, do the shopping up in centre every week for their cooking ingredients. So it is all about their life skills as well, not just academic subjects. Do you feel like they're enjoying doing that? Yeah, they do. They definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to get out of the classroom. <laughs> 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 and LCA, that's broadening as well, is it? Yeah. No, but I think the the LCA program is just a very well run program in the school, mm. and it's people there was a stigma attached to it before but i think now that's beginning to change because any of the lca students did not qualify to go on to plc courses mm. and they just follow in a longer route but sometimes the longer route is the better route because you take your time and you can learn at your own speed and um, but it also gives you the skills that you need for the outside world did, did before the, the before it was kind of modernized let's say back when there was the stigma about lca and stuff like like that did you notice a higher turnover in the students, let's say, leaving in fourth year, leaving after their junior cert, but the LCA programme keeping them on, maybe? Oh, the LCA programme is great. People would be lost without it. Yeah. They definitely stay on a lot more. I yeah. worked in the LCA class probably for the last six years before the Parigi Centre. So you could see the level of students that were staying on in school yeah. instead of leaving. And they know at the end of it that they were getting leaving certs, they could get a trade, they can go on and do a PLC course. And they felt that and the stigma was kind of taken away from LCA, that it was just the same as the, the leaving cert for yeah. them, just and in a different format. They have more confidence. We all learn in different ways. So you just need to, to find which way that you learn and actually, actually, there is no difference between people. And it's just that they have a confidence it's in that they actually completed school. Yeah. Yeah. After our panel discussion, we interviewed Jacob Finnan McGeary, who's a first year student in the Marigi Centre. He told us about his experience in Cabinteely so far. Oh, hi, I'm here with Jacob. Hello. Hello, Chris. It's lovely to meet you. You too, eh? A few questions for you. Mm. So, uh, first one what do you like about the Marigi Centre? Well, it's good and calming and it's fun. I love all the staff, including Louise, Murray, and Melissa. Do you think there's much of a difference to primary school? Yes, um, I prefer Cabotili than the meadow because it's better fun and it has the chickens. What's your favourite subject in school? Um, English. In English, we get to do so many fun things, including Mr. Delaney's fun too. Um, what are some of the fun things that you like to do in the Marici Centre? Bouts on a ball, playing pranks and trying new lunches and talking to the other students. Thanks, Jacob. You're welcome, Chris. After speaking to Jacob, we interviewed fifth-year student Leah Gerry about her experience in school of receiving support for her additional learning needs. Hello, Leah. Hello. <laughs> so, I just have a few questions for you. Is there more help for you and other students that need it now than there was when you started this in the school? Um, yeah, I think there has been a lot more improvements, um, especially with like, teachers helping you more and a more understanding, I think. Do you feel judged by your peers because you learn different to others? Um, yeah, sometimes it can be a bit hard, but um, most of them are okay about it, just a few of them. And do you feel judged by teachers because you learn differently? Um, some teachers can be a bit like, like they just like say, I don't know, they just be like, they don't give like proper full answers, they don't like understand, I don't think some of them, but most of them are pretty good about it. What do you think could 
be done to help students with additional learning needs? I just think, just like under, I don't know, just like teachers to like slow down sometimes and not like work so fast. And, like, yeah. Yeah. and do you feel like you're getting that now? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Do you feel like you get the full support of staff and other students when learning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, totally. And what are the biggest positives you take away from being able to learn in a different way? I think just that everyone learns differently and like I think just when everyone just like understands the way like you learn, I think it just yeah, makes you, you better. Yeah. Thank you. If you feel that you've been affected by bullying due to your educational needs or any other reason within the school, we urge you to report it to your class tutor, year head or any other teacher. Thank you for tuning in to our first episode of Cabin Talks. We hope you enjoyed it. We will be releasing our next podcast after the Easter break. Enjoy the Easter holiday and please don't forget to like and subscribe. Cabin TV Talks is brought to you by the members of the Cabin TV Community School Podcasting Club. Lendio Basher, Chris Byrne, Clodagh Dunn and Sarah Mitchell. Special thanks to this episode's participants Miss Lyne, Melissa Martin, Jacob Finn and McGarry and Leah Garrity.